0: to be the scripture type but you got to be respectful okay to each other first to each other first because nothing makes me angrier than to watch people who should be united in spirit, united in struggle at each other's throats okay and then second I need you to show respect for us and I don't ask for that flippantly I don't come out here with my chest pumped up and my head held high, demanding anything from you. But we come out here with a heart of service. We ask people to bring their kids, to bring their families out. Not to look down on you, not to make themselves feel good because they're helping or homeless, but to serve you, to offer you a smile a word of encouragement. Maybe change their perception. Maybe offer them an opportunity to see what they could do in their own communities. But when I come out here and I see people, I see and I hear everything. I hear people cursing at each other. I hear people talking underneath their breath, muttering a bunch of nonsense. I hear people coming in. I see them coming in with a spirit of antagonism. And that's all well and good. But for an hour and a half, you can suppress that nonsense. And if you can't, take it to the sidewalk. I'll bring you a plate. I will walk you a plate to the sidewalk. But don't bring that garbage right here. Because there's people here who wanna want hear the word of God, there's people here that need some prayer, there's people here that gotta eat and wanna eat. All of the above. And we will not tolerate one wrecking the whole thing. No, it's not gonna do it. Now this ain't the way I like to come out and start our evening. And those of you who know me know, this very rarely happens, but it does happen. Full moon in the air, I don't know what's going on. But I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask, to give the respect that we give to each other first and then to us, are we, are we good with that? Is that is that something we can do tonight? Yes, can I get a, can I get a, yes, get, a, get an okay, PJ, get a, all right, can I get an amen, get a round of applause, I don't know, Something. a let you're out here tonight. All right, that's cool, I appreciate that. I do, and I thank you in advance, all right? To my, <laughs> to my right, Hearts for the homeless doing blood pressure checks. All right, if you need your blood pressure check, please go over there and see my man Nathan. He's gonna hook you up. All right, to my left in the back in the blue cooler right there, Dejanae is handling our phone charging station. If your phone needs to be charged, take your phone, take your cord, take your brick, bring that up to Dejanae, and she's gonna plug you up. She's gonna give you a ticket to claim it, and she's gonna lock that box so you know that your phone is safe. All right, give a round of applause to the Barbecue Boys, and your host for this evening. a little Alright, we got burgers and dogs and big beans. They got them in the open air. Alright, we got some salads. Give a round of applause to Leaf. They are your volunteers. They are your servers this evening. Alright. Keep my hand to Do right. Sounds good? yeah, I love that Alright. That's all for mama. Every meal she maintains. She does. Soup. We're ourselves in Holy Tuesday, Holy Week, Tuesday, on Sunday was Palm Sunday. Jesus walking into Jerusalem on a donkey. People screaming, waving Hosanna in the highest, cheering, worshipping, ready, right? And now we have Tuesday. And Tuesday is important because Tuesday is where the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the spiritual leaders, they have had enough. It's only Tuesday and they have had enough and they are plotting. Give Give me a few minutes, sir. Thanks. Appreciate that. So they're plotting. They're ready to kill them. They're ready to set them up. Right? And so, if you are a Christian, consider yourself a Christ follower, then you know that that the events of this week lead to the inevitability of a man being arrested, beaten, persecuted, killed, hung on a cross, right? And these events are important because this is where Jesus starts to shine. This is where Jesus starts to speak, not just about the present, but about the future. And so, again, if you find yourself on the believing side of Christianity, then then this week should give you pause. You should be in a state of reflection. You should be in a state of adoration. You should be in, in, in a state of contemplation. Okay, and Mark, the book of Mark is the best way to do that because you can literally trace day by day the things that are happening through the course of the week. And, and we're gonna do a little bit of that today. But I wanna start with a quote that I read last night and it's from a, a, a preacher, a pastor. His name is uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones and he said, those who know their Bible should not be surprised at the state of the world as it is okay those who know their Bible should not be surprised at the state of the world as it is and if we just look at the events of the last year I mean if we just look at the events of the last week we've seen some crazy stuff going on there's always something crazy going on let's be realistic the funny thing about this quote is the man who penned it penned it like 60 70 years ago This isn't a recent quote. This is something old. Those who know their Bible should not be surprised at the state of the world as it is. And then I find myself this morning reading through the book of Mark because I want to see what Jesus was up to on Holy Tuesday. And I came across this passage I'm going to share with you right now. Actually, it's, it's in Matthew. My bad. Matthew chapter 24. So it starts at verse 6. It says, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. And see, see that you are not alarmed. For this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these are but the beginning. All of these are but the beginning of the birth pains. It says in verse 9, And they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Verse 10, And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. Sound familiar? Mm mm-hmm. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness is increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end, hey, listen, that's the end of time or the end of your own life. The one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel, The kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Now Jesus is speaking this to his apostles, and the gospel wasn't even foretold yet, right? It was prophecy, but it didn't happen yet. And this is important because all of you are bearing witness to what I just spoke about from verses six through 10. We are seeing lawlessness in this land we are seeing love erased we are seeing battles we are seeing brothers rising up against each other we are seeing hate on a scale in our lifetime it's unbelievable but i go back to the quote that i read before that was 70 years ago you know what was going on 70 years ago civil rights movement you know what's going on 70 years ago? Vietnam War. Right? And in our ability to grasp history, we look at 2021 and we think we got problems. You got people who say things like, Lord, Jesus, just come. Jesus ain't ready yet. He ain't ready because the worst has yet to come and there's too many of us that haven't even begun doing our job yet. That gospel's only gonna make it to the nations if we take it. I'm not just talking about me, I'm talking about you. And all through Lent we've been talking about the battle between flesh and the spirit. The battle between flesh and the spirit. look at this passage and I think about Jesus speaking to his disciples and he's talking to these 12 men and, and the majority of the time they had no idea what he was talking about until he died then huge revelation, then huge understanding, then motivation action those of us in 2021 celebrating Holy Week on Tuesday can read this passage and we know exactly what Jesus was trying to say. So what's the problem? The problem is us. The problem is we think everything's a joke. The problem is we think everything's funny. The problem is we have such a sense of entitlement that we refuse to believe that a God who knows us best doesn't have our best intentions at heart. That we know best. And that, brothers and sisters, was the problem with the leaders in Jesus' day. They looked at him, they saw the truth coming out of his mouth, but because they were so self-seeking, they would rather kill a man than to think that their flesh might be weak, that their way of thinking might be wrong. And I look around and read the news, and come out here and I see some nonsense like I saw happening before we got started, and it's still going on. You, you you ain't wrong. Everybody's out here for their own. Everybody's looking looking for ways to fill the emptiness in them. And and they're forgetting the creator. They're looking for all types of creation to fill this hole, whether it be sex, whether it be drugs, whether it be relationships, whether it be food, whether it be any clothes, whether it be anything else, just trying to shove stuff up into this hole and realizing it's a bottomless pit because it can only be filled with Jesus Christ. And and, and I worry because the same entitlement tells people, I could do better tomorrow, maybe the next day, hey, maybe next week. And they find that time is slipping through their hands, just like water. Now, scripture says that Jesus is patient, not wanting any of us to perish, but in a world that's increasingly getting worse, where do you stand? If, if you are not light, then you will be swallowed by darkness. If you are not salt, you are dead. You have no flavor. You might as well be trampled on, scripture says. So where are you on March 30th, 2021, Tuesday of Holy Week? you messed up you waiting for the next drink or the next smoke or the next whatever are you i know you are i already know i already know i'm surprised but speaking of surprises jesus said don't be alarmed that quote i just told you said Those who know their Bible should not be surprised. The only thing that should be surprising you is your inability to follow the one who died to save your soul. That should give you surprise. That should give you pause. That should make you stop and go, what the hell am I doing out here? There's gotta come a time when you're tired of being tired. There's gotta come a time when you look at the path you've been digging and tunneling for yourself and realizing that it's just banging you into rocks, banging you into boulders, digging you deeper into the hole you've already created for yourself. And that there's only one thing that's gonna pull you up and out of that. And that is the reason we celebrate Easter because 2,000 some odd years ago, a man said, I'll do it, I got you. And the people now, just like the people then, looked at him and said, nah, that's all right. For me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord. And he didn't call me out here, to judge anybody, so if that's the way you're taking it, sorry, not sorry. But scripture also said, if we judged ourselves, we might not come under judgment. And so today, as we're just a few short days away from Good Friday, where Jesus is hung on that cross And then two more days away from Easter Sunday where we celebrate his resurrection. We need to take stock. We need to take a spiritual and mental inventory. And we need to recognize his death and resurrection into life means our natural death and resurrection into spiritual life if if we start just a little bit of faith a little bit of obedience and one foot in front of the other following his lead can i get an amen all right i'm gonna pray for us and then we're gonna start this meal i thank y'all for your time This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.